his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody's thinking about shopping today, but I have been waiting with bated breath now for days and certainly this morning as we are hearing that 13 hostages, uh, Israeli hostages from Gaza are being released. I've been watching CNN and multiple news sources all day, all morning, excuse me, and we heard Yes, they have made it through the Rafah crossing, and now they're in Egypt. Then they walked that back and said, no, uh, the White House is monitoring them. They have not made it. There is conflicting information. But what we do know is that the initial group of thirst 13 hostages from Gaza is supposed to be released today. And we're also hearing separately that 12 Thai nationals that were held by Hamas for the last 47 days are also supposed to be released. Uh, to get the very latest, joining us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline is Robert Berger. Robert Berger is our CBS correspondent in Jerusalem. He is joining us now live from Jerusalem. Robert, thanks for taking the time for us today. Sure. Good morning. Robert, what is the very latest? Have those 13 been released into Egypt to the Red Cross? Yes, they've been released, and in fact, according to Israeli television, they have now been, uh, they've crossed the border into Egypt, which means they're out of Gaza. So that's a very important development, and they will be taken then to an Israeli army base, and from there to various hospitals for evaluation and reunification with their families. Do we know how they were selected and exactly who they are? Well, they are women and children. Uh, this is of a list of 50, actually, that are supposed to be released over the next four mm-hmm. days during a ceasefire. Uh, this, uh, Hamas apparently chose the ones, with uh, perhaps with negotiations uh, also with Israel and Qatar, which has been the main mediator, as well as the Egyptians. Uh, and again, this is the first phase. And also, once these hostages are... Uh, safely back in Israel and identified, then Israel will release 39 Palestinian prisoners, which uh, would include 24 women and uh, 14 teenagers. So talk to me about those, because I don't think our listeners understand uh, how it is that teenagers came to be held in Israeli prisons and women as well. Who are these people? Well, they've been involved in various uh, security offenses, not uh, not uh, hardcore terrorism. None of them have been convicted of murder, but some uh, some uh, maybe um, were involved in attacks on Israeli soldiers at te- checkpoints, 
stone throwing and Molotov cocktails, that kind of thing. But they haven't been accused of murder only because it wasn't successful. It's my understanding many of these women right. and teenagers well, stabbed people. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And there will be, um, um, over the next few days, 150 released, some of whom did mm-hmm. uh, attempt murder. Uh, but, uh, yes. you know, that's the price. Uh, the Israelis aren't happy about it, but that's... Uh, by Israeli terms, the the proportion of one Israeli for three Palestinians is actually considered pretty good. Uh, back in 2011, the Israelis traded um, one soldier, Gilad. one yeah. one mm-hmm. soldier, yes, Gilad Shalit, in exchange for 1,027 Palestinian prisoners. Yes, so uh, obviously the Israelis are really value life and they're willing to exchange three to four uh, attempted murderers to get one innocent hostage back. I, I understand. Um, Robert, tell me about these 12 Thai nationals, because that was also somewhat breaking news. Is Hamas just releasing Thai nationals because they feel like it? Do they have a separate, uh, you know, uh, connection to the Thai in a different agreement? <laughs> Well, yes, they they are also due to be released, um, and they are they're agricultural workers um, who were also taken captive, and apparently this deal, much to the chagrin of Israel and the United States, may have been partially brokered by Iran uh, to get the those twelve ties out, and there are another, there are more Thai workers as well as some other. Um, Asian nationals uh, that work in Israel that were that were taken uh, and will probably be released. Are other governments working on their own behalf and not through the Israeli government to get their nationals released? Like, well, for example, are there any Americans like maybe, that are coming home? May, well, the Americans, of course, have been involved in this negotiation all the way. And regarding that, uh, no Americans, as far as we know, released today. There are three Americans, including a girl at just Abigail, who just turned four today, who we uh, expect and hope will be released along with two American women over the next four-day ceasefire period. Okay, so the Americans are working through the Israelis, right, to get them released. We don't know about separate talks that the Americans are working through through Iran or or Qatar. No, 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 I don't. I, I think mm-hmm. the the main the main interlocutors here were, of course, Israel and Hamas. Qatar, the chief mm-hmm. negotiator, also the Egyptians, and of course the United States. The thing that I mentioned about the ties, I, I, it's according to reporting I've heard that, that Iran was somehow involved in convincing Hamas to let them go. Hmm. And are the Thai, do you know if they're also coming through the Rafah crossing? Do they meet with the Red Cross? The, the same process as the Israelis? I don't have any information about the Thai workers at this point. Mm-hmm. No, totally understand. Uh, I've been looking at social media all morning, and I'm seeing preparations for the hostages coming home. You know, very soft, welcoming spaces for the kids, stuffed animals, toys. Do you have any information on what the Israeli hostages will be coming into when they cross the Rafa crossing and are released to the Red Cross? They will be, yeah, they'll be greeted by Israeli soldiers um, who are, but really who won't tell them a whole lot other than, look, you're safe, you're back in Israel now, we're going to take you to meet you know, your families now. You know, sometimes uh, their mothers or fathers uh, or relatives may have been killed, and of course uh, the soldiers won't go into that, but 
then they're going to go to hospitals and see, first of all, physically, how are they doing and whatever treatment they might need. And, of course, uh, psychologically, that's, uh, they're going to get the care, some, the kind of care that they, they need. Do we know when they will be um, reunited with their families? That's supposed to happen today uh, at the hospitals when they're taken there. Um, so, uh, and, and again, you know, we're supposed to see this kind of release over the next four days, another 12 or 13 Israelis tomorrow and another um, 40 or so Palestinian prisoners. Mm-hmm. Then also, um, by the way, um, this could be extended um, beyond the four-day ceasefire if the Palestinians, if Hamas agrees to release 10 more hostages, they would earn another day of ceasefire. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. You expected someone else? So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're speaking with correspondent, CBS correspondent Robert Berger on the ground in Jerusalem covering the Israel-Hamas war. Robert, can you share with us what are the ramifications of this pause or limited ceasefire uh, for both sides? You know, how will this affect uh, the Hamas terrorists and also how will this affect the IDF? Well, yeah, that's a good question. I, I, I think uh, the, Isra- they, they, the Israelis don't like this from a military point of view, although the military Mm -hmm. says it it can handle it. Right now, the military had the upper hand going after Hamas in northern Gaza and basically killing its fighters and destroying its strongholds. So when you have the momentum in a war, you don't really like the idea of stopping. But uh, there was really no choice to get uh, to do this uh, than to get the hostages start getting the hostages back and i think there is but there is definitely benefits for hamas i mean they've been hiding out for now 50 days in these tunnels underground they can resupply uh, i mm-hmm. think we haven't mentioned that hundreds of trucks uh, dozens of trucks as we speak are going in to gaza with all kinds of uh, food water uh, fuel and that kind of thing so hamas can resupply and regroup and uh, that will probably help them when the military conflict resumes, which we expect would happen uh, in a week or so. Now, that aid, those aid trucks, hundreds of aid trucks, thank you for bringing that up. They're supposed, uh, it's my understanding, they're supposed to be humanitarian aid. Uh, is the Red Cross going in with them to make sure they don't go to terrorists? Or are the terrorists intermixed among, among pal- uh, excuse me, among civilians and they can't really ensure that it doesn't go to Hamas? 
I think they can insure, even though it's supposed to be it's supposed to be the UN and uh, mm-hmm. it's supposed to go to hospitals, and of course, you've got all these displaced Palestinians. But I think it would be mm-hmm. impossible. You've got um, all these Palestinians that are displaced that have moved to the, to southern Gaza, and there's going to be a rush to get this food. I'm watching these trucks, uh, by the way, go in right now. It's, mm-hmm. it's dark here. It's uh, 5.15 p.m. Yes. Um, local time. It's already dark, uh, but the, I think it's going to be very hard to prevent Hamas from getting uh, a hold of some of this aid, which doesn't make the Israelis happy. But, you know, in this kind of a deal, uh, the government failed. Uh, they, they allow, they, they, this catastrophe, catastrophic terrorist attack happened, and now they have to pay the price to get these hostages back. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it like for you, Robert? How long have you been in Jerusalem, and what is it like on the ground for you? Well, I've been here, uh, you know, I've been here for many years uh, covering uh, this story. Uh, one of the worst stories uh, that I can, if, if, if not the worst uh, ever. Uh, here in Jerusalem, um, it's really been out of the line of fire since the early days of the war, so... Life is sort of returning to normal. I mean, um, except uh, every the, the atmosphere here and everywhere else in Israel is, of course, very somber. Twelve hundred people were killed in that terrorist attack. So everybody knows someone who was either killed or who has uh, who maybe has um, reservists or soldiers or kids in the army and that kind of thing. Because it's, of course, a very small country. Hmm. Do you feel safe every day, living, staying in Jerusalem and reporting? Uh, you know, I feel I feel I feel pretty safe, uh, but I, I would say overall, um, this because of this t- attack happened, people were a- attacked and killed in their homes. Now, this of course is on the border with uh, with Gaza, but still, I think Israeli's sense of security among uh, all over the country has been shaken up. There's also been you know a war going on uh, or not a war exactly but skirmishes going on in northern israel as well where people have been mm-hmm. forced to leave their homes because hezbollah has been shooting across the border so uh mm-hmm. security situation is pretty bad i would say uh, is hezbollah not part of this pause like did gaza agree to stop shooting rockets into israel because we know there's been a continuation of rockets uh, from gaza during this whole experience did hezbollah and gaza both agree or hamas both agree to stop shooting their rockets well uh, informally yeah uh, they did say that they would join the ceasefire and actually there hasn't been any shooting up on the northern border for the first time in a, in about 50 days as well so they seem uh, to be going along with the pause uh, mm-hmm. but uh, you know let's the uh, this is supposed to be a temporary pause and it's widely assumed that at some point uh, the war is going to restart because not all the hostages mm-hmm. will be released. 237, 30, 236 hostages before this release were being held in Gaza. Yes. Uh, Robert, we'll, we have time for uh, one more question, but I just want you to have time to, what did I not ask you, or what do you think Americans need to know about this war that we might not know? Well, Israel's stated aim is to destroy Hamas. So, and also it's widely assumed that the 236, now it's less, but most of those hostages are not going to be freed. 
Um, and therefore, it's going to be the, the defense minister and the prime minister, they're all saying that this is going to be a long war that could take months. So this is an important stage, a breakthrough. Uh, but uh, the conflict, you know, looks like it's going to go on for, for quite a while. Correspondent Robert Berger from CBS in Jerusalem. Thank you so much for sharing your insights, and uh, we will be in touch. Stay safe. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. Yes, there are people. I have friends that are in Israel. I know kids that are studying there. Uh, I have uh, people that plan to study there, and they are still going forward with their trips. I have many friends that have gone there to help with the humanitarian efforts um, and just visit. And that is happening, by the way. I know uh, our listeners might think, oh, my goodness, I would never go there. But there are plenty of Minnesotans, of uh, you know, just regular people like you and me that are going to visit family, um, show support, and, and help out. Uh, that is so there is some a very small semblance of normalcy in Israel as people are mourning and wanting to get their family members and they're all considered family members those hostages home. Uh, we'll keep you posted on what's going on as things evolve as we hear more of course throughout the show that is the breaking news today. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs> But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.